WTL, everybody. I'm your host, Andy Class, and joined by Gibran. Oh, <laughs> the Parlay Pounder. Yes, sir. We're back. And oh, my goodness, if people have been following our Twitter handle, they've been noticing you've been smashing some of those parlays. You got play. to. You got to. It's uh, one of the best time, best time of year in sports. You got baseball yeah, yeah. going on, just finishing up. Yep. Basketball's just starting. Hockey just started. And football. So there's you, you, you can't miss a night, Andy. You can't miss a night. You can't miss a night for all the DJs <laughs> out there. Do not miss a night. Well, yeah. And the NBA and so many apps out there, you're, yeah. you're really allowed to get creative with some of these player props. Oh, and for sure. And those those are fun for a, you need to know just a Wednesday or Tuesday <laughs> play. You know, you know, throw ten bucks on a couple guys to score yeah. over twenty points. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Be. It is. It, it gives you a reason to stay up past eleven to watch some West Coast basketball. <laughs> exactly. <doubt> about it. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well, let's dive right into our slate. That is Thursday night football. Yeah. Uh, it's on like a another streaming service or something. We've been talking about Prime, M- M- Amazonian Prime. There we go. The Falcons heading over to Carolina to play the Panthers, where your Panthers find themselves a home dog. Yeah, hey, two and a half points. So surprising. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I haven't had much to cheer about with my Panthers this year, losing our best player, obviously, to the San Francisco 49ers in a trade. Yeah. Um, but no, there's it, no surprise to me that the Falcons are picked here. Um, the Falcons are five and one. ATS against the spread mm-hmm. in their last six games against Carolina. The Panthers showed their true colors last week against the Bengals. Um, I have no interest in betting on whoever the Panthers are going to start at quarterback. P.J. Walker, Baker Mayfield, <laughs> Sam Darnold. No matter who it is, I'm still taking the points with the Falcons as a small favorite. The big issue here, Andy, uh-huh. is that the Panthers are so bad against the run and that's bad when you're going against the uh, Atlanta Falcons because they rank 12th in the NFL at 4.8 yards per carry. Right. They're going to pro- speed this game up by just running over the Panthers' defense uh-huh. and winning this game at least by three points. So I wouldn't taking that two and a half to the bank for the Falcons. You like the Fal- You like the Falcons, there, huh? Yes, sir. I, I've been I've been listening to a lot of cappers, and this is a game. You know, it's Thursday night, so everyone's talking about it, right. and you know, itching to to get a bet in. And there's been a lot of positivity out there as far as back in the Carolina Panthers, and yeah. I think a lot of it has to do with a home dog for sure. Maybe the Panthers aren't as bad as they showed last week because that was bad. It was bad, it was really it was, bad. But I mean, we, we called that too. You know, picking the Bengals in in, sure. in the NFL parlay. But no, it's it, the the Panthers team really isn't a bad team, Andy. Mm-hmm. They just are missing key pieces. the The quarterback play is a big one, and yeah. they're kind of in limbo right now without a direction to go without a head coach. So it's yeah. it's just they don't have a direction of the way the team wants to. go. That they're starting an XFL quarterback over uh, a Heisman Trophy winner right now, so they uh, just don't really know what they're going to do. So um, I'm going to take the Falcons, who played a really, really good game against the Chargers last week, and I think they're going to build on that momentum. Yeah, and the Panthers—they are. I mean, they're two and seven this season. Yeah. In the last nine games, they're three and six against the spread. I think if I had a lean, it would be towards the under. 
Thursday, all the things we talked about, weak offenses, yeah. uh, short week, all those things, I think the under might be the the play to have here. I, I agree. I, I like that under a lot, Andy. Uh, and it's at 42.5 right now. And, of course, everyone's smashing the over. That's well, the majority of the money. Well, like, the, just like on? you said, Andy, it's it's just Thursday Night Football. Everybody's itching to get that NFL <laughs> pick in. And, and life's too short to bet the unders. That's the, that's the big that's the big uh, you know big saying in, in in the betting community. So um, no, I, uh, I really like do like that under because I don't see Carolina scoring more than two touchdowns, and um, the, Atlanta is going to score three tops. So. All righty, all right. So we're on ESPN Radio. Let's give a little love to an ESPN Thursday night broadcast. Yeah, college football. The Golden Hurricanes yeah. once again. We're always talking about Tulsa. They always get we that are. Thursday night game. Going uh, to Memphis to play the Tigers. Yeah. All righty. And Memphis, they are a six-and-a-half-point favorite. That's a kickoff on 630 on ESPN once again there. Yeah, Andy. And uh, in some places you can still find this Memphis uh, minus six, uh, Memphis minus six-and-a-half. So you got to shop it around a little bit. Um, probably the, close around seven. It, probably yeah, close pr- around probably. seven. Probably. The, the one thing that I am going to say here, Andy, is I don't know too much about these two teams, but I know that they score, and the defenses are lacking. <laughs> So what we were just talking about in the earlier thing with the yeah. Falcons and Panthers, these teams score, both averaging over 30 points a game. The yeah. over-under sitting at 61.5 is where I see it, Andy. Yep, yep. And got, that's you got to smash that over. No matter who's playing quarterback for the Golden Hurricane, they, uh, the Memphis defense is giving up 30 points per game, mm-hmm. and the Memphis offense is scoring 30 points per game. So I I really like a shootout here, Andy, and the over is going to hit no matter what. No, I like all that. And that's the style of ball that these two teams play. Of course. 61 and a half. And of course, that over is getting smashed like 70% of the money. That's public money. That's sharp money. That's all the money. (laughs) It's all the money. It's all the money. (laughs) So you better get it in as early as possible. You know, go ahead and get on your app or wherever you're at. Uh, and get that in as soon as you hear this, because yeah, if you want to bet that, it's probably going to get shot up. No, no doubt about it. And, and and like I said, I don't really know which way to lean. Obviously, I would lean toward Memphis money line, probably just as probably. the just as the home favorite. Yeah, you can get that at minus two forty, so that might be a little you yep. know a nice parlay yep. piece. But the the big thing I'm looking at here is the over at sixty one and a half. Yeah, a couple of the really big bucks have that at minus two forty, so that might be a little too juicy for a lot of guys. Out exactly. There. Yep. Um, but yeah, those are your probably two best two best bets on this one. I think so. All right, let's head on over to Friday night, an FS1 late night, 8.30 kickoff, and that's the Colorado Buffaloes yeah. heading out to California to take on the USC Trojans. I think everyone expected uh, Lincoln Riley to make changes and do well this year. Yeah. But this well, eight and one, it would number eight in the nation. Mm. Uh, this is a little too yeah. fast for my liking, as you know, a, a hater of the USC Trojans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, no, uh, they are. They look like you know yeah. what, as advertised, Andy well, just. He- and he brought some guys with him. He, oh, of course. From Oklahoma, Pittsburgh, uh, the receiver. Yep. You know, that won the award last year. And, yeah, Caleb uh, Williams, obviously. My goodness. And I think this line has uh, gone up even since I studied this a <laughs> couple hours ago. But yeah, I'm looking sure. at I'm looking at a 34-point spread. Yep, that's what it is right Holy now is 34-point spread. And that's so crazy because the over-under sitting at 66-and-a-half, <laughs> Andy. So you're going to call me a lunatic for what I'm about to say, but the best bet of the night is the over. The over? The over. 
Over 66 and a half points, that is absolutely insane. But uh, the Colorado defense just mm. will not be able to stop these guys. The, the USC offense will have at least 40 points in this game. So I am banking on that Colorado offense to get me at least 20. Oh, to, you think they to, can do that? I, I do believe that yeah. they can do that. And if they <laughs> don't, I think USC might actually you know, bump that up. Or and 70. Go, yeah, uh, bump it up to 59 or something. So I, I really think the over is the best, best bet of yeah. the night. It's okay. so hard for me to when when college football games have a uh you know a spread over you know five touchdowns yeah. that's so hard to take because I, it, yeah. they could get up by a lot USC mm-hmm. and kind of you know lay off the break or whatever you know yeah. you know yep. and uh Colorado could you know each each their way back into it against the second and third stringers well not even inch their way into it but get down by three scores exactly yeah, yeah. you know Lincoln Riley's going to be like okay we're still up by 28 points healthy. I think they want to stay healthy I think that's fine yeah. if we win the game by four touchdowns obviously that's still not covering but I I don't like putting money on a question mark like that right. I know that USC can score enough points to cover this spread right and uh, if it was full bore the entire way, I would definitely take it. Sure. But the only thing that I'm looking at with anything is that over. Yeah, and, and I think USC's fallen victim to that a couple of times. The, the scenario is just yeah. like you're talking about because they're only five and four against the spread for sure. Even though they're eight and one, yeah. Um, but yeah, they'll jump on teams, they'll get up, uh, they'll pour it on in the first half, and then they'll you know ease up in the second half. Exactly. Like, why risk injury, right? Don't need to. Don't need to at all. All righty. Well, before we move any further ahead, let's take a look back and go over some of our hits and misses. Yeah. And we had, you know, we had a pretty good week. We did. All things considered, more hits than misses, but a big one really for both of us. And and why why is it a surprise to me? Texas. Yep. Got me again. We thought Kansas State at home catching two and a half. The line closed at three. Yeah. Bookies had that one wrong. Uh, Texas end up winning by seven. No, exactly. Everybody was kind of scratching their heads on why is Kansas State at home mm-hmm. the the dog by three points. Yeah. You know, they're ranked 13. Mm-hmm. Longhorns are barely ranked at 24-25 in most polls. Yeah. Why were they why were they picked to win and they showed us why. Uh most of us yeah. uh, jumped on that K-State money line and uh you know kind of got our, you know, yeah, you I know, got handed to got you. Got handed got to us. Got handed to you. And, uh, yeah, Texas came out and won by seven. So they covered and, yeah, beat uh, Kansas State at home by a touchdown. Well, and there's just too much too much going on, too much uh, for Kansas State. And all the, the – I kind of I bought into it, too. I mean, yeah. with their third-string quarterback, you know, just had such a strong performance yeah. the week before. They're at home. They know it's a big game. And they've had Texas's number over the past few years. Yeah, they did. So. And, and Adrian did play a great game against Texas. Mm-hmm. He really did. They were down 31-10, right. to 10, mounted a big comeback, just couldn't score at the end. Right. Adrian, you know, we've seen him before. Uh, he fumbled really late in the game, which, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah kind of hung his head or whatever a little bit. But it was a very fun game to watch, And uh, but it didn't go shake out the way we planned. And I believe talk, we'll just kind of slide into some hits here. Yeah. Uh, on the, our college pick them on play action pools, yeah. I actually hit seven of eight home dogs. Woo! So, and Kansas State, of course. Wah, wah. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> that was the one you missed. Yeah, yep. So, oh well. Uh, but let's talk about some hits on yeah. some other games. Yeah, Andy, my biggest hit of the uh, of the weekend, just because um, you know all the parlays 
were riding on it was the Monday Night Football NFL yep. Ravens versus Saints. And if you guys were listening last week, we were both on the Ravens covering the spread, coming in as the uh, you know the favorite on the road. The line was just at minus one and a half, and we really thought that the Ravens would probably win by at least yeah. a touchdown, maybe more. And they yep. ended up winning by 14 points. So we really smacked that one, and uh, Lamar came to play on that game. Yes, he did, and I was thankful for that because, of course, he's my fantasy football quarterback. <laughs> of course. But my, my uh, you know— um, Insurance was Justin Tucker, the yeah. kicker. I thought he could at least get me a, a, up by a field goal. Yeah. Uh, he's just such well, a weapon. And if you looked, I had a Monday night parlay with uh, Justin Tucker over one and a half field goals. Yep. That cashed out as well. All right. Now, we mentioned play action pools yeah. and we had that season long contest. Came to an end so we could get the, the award, the prizes out there to everybody. Exactly. Who did we have winning this thing? Yeah, uh, for our college pick we had Kurt Schmidt out of Kearney. He's a loyal listener to the Doug and Daddy Boom. Show as long as Where's the Line. So, yeah, congratulations, Kurt. We sent those Husker tickets to you to go watch them versus the Badgers here in a week or so. And, uh, yes, thank hey. you, thank you everybody for playing, and that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. We had some really sharp we listeners did. We had and, and some players. Exactly. I mean, we had a lot of people, and people didn't realize that it wasn't just a pick them. It was pick against the spread, right. and that is a lot harder yep. to do than just picking a loser or a winner. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Thank you for everybody for uh, you know jumping in on that, and congratulations to Kurt with those uh, Husker tickets that he won. That's super awesome. Enjoy the tickets. Glad you played along. Glad you're listening. Like you said there, Jabron, uh, it's because of the listeners that this thing has been able to grow the way it has for been. For sure. And, and a big shout-out to Doug and Daddy and those guys in the no program doubt. they put on in front of us if you're listening to us on ESPN Tri-Cities Radio. All right, don't go anywhere, folks. More WTL is on the way. And welcome to WTL, everybody. Where's the line? I'm your host, Andy Class, and joined by DeBron, the Parlay Pounder. You got it. We're <laughs> and, here. And uh, I mean, we mentioned it, you know, but if people follow us on Twitter, they've been seeing you yeah. pounding the Parlay. You know, that's that's what I do. I mean, and, and now that NBA is here, it's like this trove of player props that you just can't get away from. No them. doubt about it. Yeah. Player props on <laughs> NHL, NBA. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 really good. Uh, college basketball just started, so yes. that's a lot of fun. Yes. Um, yeah. So it's it's just uh, like you said, no off days, no off days. You know, a lot of those following a lot of uh, I don't know what you want to call them uh, personalities out there. Oh yeah, uh, that were, were high on betting their favorites as far as college basketball. Boy, did they not yes. cover? They did not. Cover. They did not cover. <laughs> it was it's just so crazy. Like you, you saw forty point spreads. Yeah, I think yeah. a couple of them got up to. 50 like yep. how can you put your money on that thing and that that yeah, might yeah. hit i know that it yep. could hit it's just i cannot throw that kind of money out on a 50 point spread because in basketball it's just the way of the feel of the yeah, game yeah. you get up by 20 and you're just coasting yeah. you know and, and 50 points really and a lot of those games were just glorified ex- exhibition games. exactly you know exactly. i mean and nebraska you know was playing maine and they had triples there even. exactly exactly it was you i know. think it was tied going into halftime or we're uh <laughs> up by one or something so uh, it, it, yeah uh the huskers are looking uh not 
hey, the best. Hey, uh, the Creighton Blue Jays had their woes uh, early did. on as well, and it, it took my boy, Baylor Shireman. Yep. I uh, went on a little run there in the second half to get that separation, but they still didn't cover. No, they did close. not cover. So, yeah, we you, you know we know. The Nebraska teams did not look so hot on opening night, but yeah. we'll get better from here. Yeah. All right, so let's talk some college football, though. Some right. ranked teams here. Highly ranked, highly anticipated games in the Big Ten and Big yeah. 12. And let's just start with the Nebraska Huskers. There you go. Heading on up to Ann Arbor, Michigan, to play the number three as far as college football playoff rankings are concerned yeah. michigan wolverines 230 kickoff on abc and well, yeah i guess i'm not surprised by this a 31 point spread michigan's heavy favorite yeah uh like you said andy they're number three in the college football playoff rankings one of the best teams in the nation yeah. um over under they're sitting at 48 and a half andy um i they the the point spread actually opened up what I saw it at was about twenty eight points, Andy, uh-huh. which was four scores, yep. and people were just laying money on Michigan, obviously, and got yeah. that up to uh, uh, where it is now at thirty one, thirty one and a half. I think it's going to go back, you back I, down. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I think it's going to close twenty nine and a half, maybe even twenty nine. Um, and that's what that's where I'm leaning right now. I'm leaning on a Nebraska cover. Yeah, um, with with it over four touchdowns, I believe that the Huskers could cover Andy. Mm-hmm. Um, the the one thing that really just stands out in my mind, Andy, is last year uh, Nebraska being able to stay in that game, yeah. really yeah. only losing by third uh, by three points. Had the game really kind of locked could've in, could have won. Yeah, um, I just. I kind of look at Harbaugh to look at this and kind of keep his foot on the gas in this one and make sure that that <laughs> doesn't uh, ever happen again. I'm projecting a final score of around uh, 38 to 10 for the Wolverines. Okay, so, but that's only 28 points. Exactly. I'm saying that I think that they're going to win by four touchdowns, but that's pretty much the limit there, Andy. And I think it's going to be right there with that over-under as well. So if I had to pick right now, I'm going with that under and the Huskers to cover. This caught my eye. 100% of the money right now is coming in on the under. Yeah. I usually see it the other way around. Yeah, um, and the thing about it, Andy, is that I believe the over came out at about 50, 50 and a half, 51, something like that, and it's Mm -hmm. been bedded down so much that it's at 48 right now. I think that this might go up again, like you're saying, kind of balance out with the spread. Yeah, so going to have to. Yeah, no, I going to have to move. Yeah, I think it will get back up to 50. So if you're going to bet the over, get it in right now because it's probably about the lowest it's going to get until the weekend yeah. at 48 points here. It'll probably be 50, I 50 and a half. There are some books already at 49. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's going to be over 50 by the time kickoff is. So if you're on the over, get it in now. But I yeah. think it will be kind of on that underside. The under's heavy, and I think Nebraska has a lot to do with that because who's our quarterback? I don't know. Can can he throw a pass? Well, yeah, we is don't know who the quarterback guy? is, uh, but I mean, at our best, it's going to be Casey Limited, but our other option will probably be Logan Smothers, which would mean that we are going to be heavy run, run offense, trying to keep the ball yep. away from them, eating up big chunks yep. of clock. So, yep. um, and, and we know that Michigan's going to score every time that they touch the ball. So, um, like I said, I, I think they do beat us by four touchdowns, but that's about the limit right there. And you never know, we could get a, we could get a, um, 
you know, a late score in there and and yeah. kind of only lose by three touchdowns. That's right. I like that late no, score. No, but yeah, I'm I'm leaning towards <laughs> the under in a Husker uh, cover. So there we go. I like I like the big red to cover here too. All right, let's move on to a little more highly profiled game as yeah. far as two ranked opponents. Alabama. Yeah. Number nine, Alabama traveling to Ole Miss. No Miss is ranked number 11 in the nation, but Alabama is a road favorite of 11 and a half. This is a 2.30 kickoff on CBS. Yeah, Andy, and Ole Miss had an open week to prepare for this uh, with the bye week last week, mm-hmm. And but there's no doubt that Lane Kiffin has been circling this one on you the calendar for, for the whole it. entire year. Yep. Behind a season offensive line, the Rebels are a very good running football team, Andy. Mm-hmm. At time, mm-hmm. Alabama's tackling from the its inside linebacker position has been kind of vulnerable to power running backs, which Old Miss has in Troves. Yeah. So um, I, I, like- I, I I really like this spot for the uh, for Old Miss to cover here, Andy. I don't I don't know if they're going to win the game, but I do believe it's probably yeah. going to come down to a field goal at the end. And uh, I, I really like the Old Miss. Uh, yeah. Rebels to uh, cover here. I'm big on the Lane Kiffins as well. Yeah. I think they're going to cover it in, in a big way here and maybe even win outright. That's why I'm eyeballing that money line at plus 350. Dang, man, yeah, I really yeah, like yeah. that. I really like that. Um, but I'm not going to get too wild with that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I've seen some books that are you know plus fourteen points for the Ole Miss, and uh, if you see something like that, just you know jump on that. Yeah, there's no. I mean, there is to cover to cover to cover yeah, to yeah, cover fourteen points. I'm just saying that you know we all know Alabama can put up points, and we you know that we they can beat teams by multiple touchdowns. Yep, but can. this is the number eleven team ranked in the nation at home yeah. with a old coach at Alabama coming yep. in that really wants to play hard against this team. And Alabama already has two losses. I really think Ole Miss can cover here by at least, you know, 10 points. So I'm I'm with Mississippi. And going back to uh, play-action pools. Yeah. I, I mean, I was on a heater last week, won seven of eight, just seven of eight home dogs. Yeah. I just went with the home dog. Uh, and this is this is that spot. If we had it again, that's a, this is exactly where I'd be going with exactly. it. Exactly, I'd be picking Ole Miss. Yep. All right, let's move on. Let's see what else we got here. Oh, another matchup with two ranked opponents. Yeah, this is on ESPN two. Heck yeah, <laughs> two thirty kickoff. U UCF University of Central Florida. They're yeah. ranked twenty second in the nation. Going to Tulane, the Green Wave. They're ranked seventeenth in the nation. Yeah. Uh, Tulane, a point-and-a-half favorite at home, mm-hmm. over-under mm-hmm. sitting there at 54-and-a-half, Andy. Yeah, yeah. Both of these teams have the AAC title game insights. Which American ma- Athletic which, Conference. Yeah, AAC. which should yeah. make for an exciting—I I believe this is going to be one of the more exciting games yeah. on Saturday. Like you said, both of them ranked, both of them kind of fun offensive teams. but uh, And outperforming what they're predicted it, exactly, to do. Exactly, exactly. Tulane has yet to win uh, the conference in its program history, so I believe that there's a little more juice towards the green wave. They beat a really, really good Kansas State team Uh uh, earlier in the year, so uh, Tulane has ripped off five straight wins to start conference play. Um, I I really like them to cover here, Andy. I'm I'm looking at a Tulane 27 UCF 
21, 23 okay. kind of game. Uh, I believe they do cover at home, and uh, I, I like the green wave. I think it might even be a little tighter than that, but I still think Tulane can cover. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, earlier in the year, we were kind of throwing some shade at Kansas State. Yeah. Uh, losing to Tulane. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Now it doesn't look that bad, does it? It does not. They're 8 1 overall. They are 8 1 against the spread. Give me the green wave in a big way. Yeah. And uh, like we said there, Andy, with that over under sitting at 54 and a half points, I kind of do like the under a little bit here. Andy, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Uh, the Green Wave have only given up 4.9 yards per play this season, while the Knights are only allowing two uh, 2.6 opponent red zone scores per game. Mm. Uh, these two teams are kind of the definition of bend but don't break defenses. Uh-huh. Uh, so uh, I think this will be on full display on this one, and it's going to. I think the game's going to be determined by field goals. Make so the, make the I, offenses earn it. Keep exa- it in front. Exactly. So yeah. I really like that uh, under 54 and a half points as well. So kind of lock that in as well. Lock it up. You lock it up. You lock it up. All right. TCU. Yeah. They're heading on over to the main event. Oh, yeah. Texas, 18th ranked. Now ranked now. Yep. That's going to be a 630 kickoff at ABC. And when you know it, the Longhorns are a 7-point favorite. Jeez, Andy. TCU's ranked, they're in the playoff. They're in the college football playoff, for God's sake. They're ranked fourth. And, yeah, they're a touchdown dog to Texas, who just barely is ranked. Uh, They're 18th now in the nation. I don't know. I honestly think that this is going to be a really, really close game, Andy. Uh, But I do believe the wrong team is favored. I believe that the team that's in the college football playoff should be the favorite by at least one to three points. Um, so it, you like TCU to cover of nothing else. I, I like the I plus do. seven, no matter what yeah. the, the, the status of Quentin uh, Johnston is, you know, important. The TCU offense wasn't nearly as explosive without him. Uh-huh. And if he plays, I think they have the edge. So keep an eye on his status. The Horn Frogs against the spread is the move. If Johnson takes the field, I think they win outright. I think Texas could win if Johnson doesn't play, but I think it still keeps to a very, very close game, even if Johnston doesn't play. Yeah, I agree with everything you say there. Um, and I don't want to say too much because no matter what side of the fence I'm on, Texas just gets me. Yeah, they, horns down. Yeah, horns down. Horns down on the books, on everything for me. I can't stand those guys. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> even if I pick them to win, yeah, they'll figure out a way to lose. Exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. Uh, hell with that. Horn frogs. Give me the horn frogs here, at least to cover. The, yeah. I, I really do like that. You heard the horn right there. So that means we're up against it. But let's take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners, and that is the Nebraska Brewing Company. I've been enjoying the Cardinal like I always do, one of their pale ales. What do you got going on over there, Jabron? You know me, every week, Taco Vesa. Taco Vesa. It is the best beer around. (laughs) Nebraska Brewing Company, world-class in every glass. Don't go anywhere, folks. This is WTL. Back to WTL. Where's the line? I'm your host, and D Class, and joined by Gibran, the Parlay Pounder. You got it. And I just, I got this feeling that you're gonna share a parlay play. Yes, with the people. I will at the end of this one. Yep, because we're getting into your wheelhouse here. Yeah, a little bit. That is the UFC. Yeah, and yeah. my goodness, we have a stacked card here. UFC. 
281. You got it. Uh, Madison Square Garden, Saturday night. What more do you want? Yeah, no, it's uh, one of the biggest cards of the uh, of the year. Obviously, we say this every time we talk about the UFC, but it's just because it Dana stacks these up. It's, yep. it's so sick to you know watch all these championship fights. we got two championship fights and just a ton of really good ones on the yeah. undercard as well. So. Yeah, we're even talking about the prelims. You, yeah. You know, the, there's some great matchups there, some fun <laughs> there ones. There are. You all get... Right. Definitely your bang for your buck when you order these fights. Well, let's hop right into the main card where we have uh, New Zealander. Yeah. New Zealander. Dan Hooker taking on Claudio Pulas from Peru, where we do have Dan Hooker as the odds-on favorite at minus 155. No, exactly, Andy. And examining recent career stats, one would assume that Claudio you know, should have this in the bag mm-hmm. coming off of wins and everything, but... Dan Hooker, the hangman, is the teammate of, I don't know if you've heard of this guy, Izzy Adesanya and Alexander Volkanovsky. So just two of the best fighters in the UFC. This guy uh, just fought, you know, five of the hardest guys in the UFC. Mm -hmm. Arnold Allen, which is nearly undefeated, Dustin Poirier, Michael Chandler, and then the current UFC lightweight champion, Islam Makachev. So this guy has been through it in his recent fights. Don't get me wrong here. Hooker will certainly have his hand, uh, you know, hands full with uh, Claudio here, but um, I just believe with a better ground game, a submission game, and... uh, just some nasty knee bars and everything. I really like Dan Hooker in this fight. The hangman is healthy, hungry, and out for blood. I'm going with Dan Hooker in this one. And he's got a cool nickname. I'm yeah. sold. All right. There you <laughs> the <have> hangman. <laughs> All right. Now let's stay in the lightweight. Yeah. On the main card, Dustin Poirier, name you just mentioned there, he's the number two contender. For sure. Right, he's taking on Michael Chandler, two guys out of the United States here. Chandler's currently number five. Uh, ranked fighter in this weight class, but yeah. we have Poirier as a odds-on favorite at minus 175. Exactly. This is so good. This could be a standalone main event at its own UFC you know, fight yeah. night. This is yep. one of the biggest fights of the year. Probably one of the most entertaining fights that we will see on this card, Andy, just because these two guys aim to please. Michael Chandler is one of the most explosive fighters coming in yeah. the last couple years, coming from the other company, we should say, uh, Bellator, <laughs> coming into the UFC and just going through just some of the biggest yep, names in yep. it. But Dustin Diamond from Louisiana has had zero, literally zero easy fights since 2017 fighting. Right. Anthony Pettis, Justin Gaethje, Eddie Alvarez twice, Max Holloway, Khabib Nurmagomedov, Dan yeah. Hooker, and Conor McGregor twice. Yeah. And, and not to mention Charles Oliveira. And he, he's just he just stood his own, been one of the best fighters in the world, mm-hmm. won an interim championship, but I really think he is hungry to get back into that championship caliber fight, which he will have to go through Chandler. I am going with Poirier with a slight edge here like to win this fight. You like the favorite here? I do. You think Poirier's got it, got it going on? Yeah, it's incredible I mean, the athlete as Chandler is, Andy. And as much as we're expecting fireworks in this one, my bet is on the former interim champ, and Dustin Poirier gets it with his slightly better boxing okay. than Chandler. Hey, he's a favorite for a reason. Yes, sir. He is a favorite for a reason. Yes. All right, should we talk about one of the championship fights yeah, here? Yeah, this one's awesome. And there's been a lot of buzz about this one. Carla Esparza yep. versus Zhang Wiley? 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 Zhang Wiley. Wiley. Yeah. We got a champion and a former champion here, Andy. Two of the best women fighters in yeah. all of UFC. Yep. Uh, you know, it's kind of a pick'em, isn't it? Yeah, like well, this, 
a lot of people are thinking Whaley's going to run away with this one. She kind of, uh, you know, got knocked off by uh, Thug Rose and kind of worked okay. her way back into this championship fight, beating Joanna in her last fight. Uh, geez, this is a really tough one for me because a lot of people were in disbelief that Asparza could make a second run as the UFC strawweight champion, she did. which she did. Uh, I, I really think that Rose did win the fight against her, so she. I think the belt that she's wearing is kind of an <laughs> asterisk a, a little bit. I like Zhang Weili to come in, get this uh, belt back for her. That's the reason I I, I really like Zhang Weili in this one, just as a, I think she's stronger, I think she's faster, I just think she's the overall better fighter in Esparza's kind of, she she won her championship, and I know that she wants to do a title defense and all this, I just I just think Zhang Weili is on a bigger, better level. Got her number right now. Yes. Uh, I'm just not seeing any odds uh, just on the UFC website, which sometimes they do funny things or this or that, you know. I, I got I got uh, Whaley at a minus 225 right now. Okay, so she is out in front. Yes. It's funny how sometimes they don't show their ages, sometimes especially in the, on the women's card. It's just exactly. kind of curious how that uh, goes down every once in a while. Whaley is the much younger fighter and the much more uh, heavy hitter. Yeah, she, she looks the part I... Yes. Well, I will say that. All right, let's get into the main event here. Yeah. A couple of guys I think you know a little bit about. Yes. This is a middleweight title bout. Yeah. Israel Adesanya, the last style bender. Yes, sir. Taking on Alex Pereira, one of the guys, most notably, this is what everyone's talking about, yep. knocked out Adesanya, in, uh, not in the UFC. Yeah. Not in the UFC. Not in the UFC. Straight kickboxing. It was a kickboxing years ago. Kickboxing about straight kickboxing. Um, and Pierre, he hasn't been in the UFC for very long. No. He, so this is kind of a surprise to me to n- already see him here. It is. And everybody's been talking about this ever since Alex joined the UFC. You know, when are we going to see this fight? It, you know, mm-hmm. but they really did make him earn his stripes, Andy. They they made him fight at least five UFC fights, and he has been knocking people out. Yeah, he's got a 6-1 and one record in his last fight. I you know, I thought he was going to have some problems, and he did not. With Sean Strickland, yeah. and he just re- – I went to that fight in Las Vegas, if you remember, Andy, and uh-huh. everybody had money on Sean Strickland, and yeah. he just knocked him out. First round KO. It was absolutely crazy. So uh, Izzy called him out after he won his fight that yep. night. Yep. Um, I, uh, Izzy's – by the way, he's a minus 165 odds-on favorite. Exactly. And aside from having, you know – Tasted defeat at the hands of Alex Pereira. The one thing that you have to understand is this is MMA. This is the UFC. This is not pure kickboxing anymore. This is more the style benders. He wrote the book on this weight class. He is the only one that has never lost in this weight class. Izzy possesses considerably more MMA experience, and we've only yet to witness Pereira face... Uh, adversity one time in the UFC. So mm-hmm. I just really think that Izzy's going to use his experience in the cage. And if, if they grapple at all, I think Izzy's got this, yeah. you know, so doesn't want to so, do that. doesn't want to do that. Izzy is one of the best guys at, um, you know, shading people, getting away from big hits. And that is what Pereira is going to try and do is straight up knockout. And so, I feel like that last fight, Izzy really was just kind of bouncing around, taking his time, you know, like, yeah, exactly. You know, he, he didn't put on the show. I think everyone was kind of expecting or hoping for. Yeah. And I feel like he was just really protecting himself, knowing that he has that, you know, kind of a 
ticker yeah. in his head saying, well, I got more strikes. I got more significant strikes. I've got to be way ahead here. I probably have three of the four rounds exactly. for sure. So then and then he's that athletic and has that good of a defense yeah. where he can do that. No, exactly. And Izzy can can always play keep away. Yeah. Uh, he, he's got the length. He's got the athleticism, like you said, Andy. I think that's less likely to happen, Andy, just because Pereira's stand-up arsenal is so good. He's one of the best strikers in the UFC. Yes, he is. But I believe that Izzy is going to try and put on a show here, silence these haters, and really, really come (laughs) out. haters. I I just really think that he's going to come out and put a big show on and kind of make an example out of Pereira here and say, this guy isn't what you guys are you know, talking about kickboxing 10 years ago. Um, mm -hmm. There's a reason that I'm number one in the world. There's a reason that I've the most title defenses in this weight class, and he's going to show it again on Saturday night. All right, I'm going with you on this one. I am going with you on this one. Now, Mr. Parlay Pounder, yeah. do you have a UFC 281 Parlay play? I do. So I locked, I locked this in yesterday, Andy. So I just had some uh, really good odds that I really like. So I, I'm taking Adesanya at a minus 210 money line bet. These are all three straight money line bets. So Izzy at a minus 210, Poirier at a minus 230, and then Dan Hooker rounding it out with a minus 145. I'm betting $50 to get 130. I think it's very, very good odds. I think all three of these guys are going to take home W's, and it's going to hit. It's going to hit. Nothing more to it. I mean, this is just straightforward, in your face. You know it's going to happen. It is. Uh, (laughs) I mean, these are going to all be really, really entertaining fights. And the thing with USC, anything can happen. But more than likely, I think Izzy's going to win by decision here. Poirier is going to get a knockout, and Hooker's going to get a knockout as well. Boom. Love it. Love it. So lock it in. Yes, Three-leg parlay on UFC 281 from... The Parley Pounder himself. You got it. All right, that's the horns. That means we're up against it. Let's take a quick minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners, and that is Play Action Pools, as they are revolutionizing group hosting platforms. Make it your new spot for all your football, NBA basketball contest needs. Play today at playactionpools.com. Don't go in there, folks. This is WTL. Back to WTL, everybody. I'm your host, Ant D. Class, enjoyed by Gibran, the Parlay Pounder. You got it. <laughs> All right, we talked college football. We did. UFC 281 and that loaded card. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yep, it's the best. But we got to finish strong. We got we to talk NFL now. You know it. And boy, do we have quite the lineup here. And we're going to yeah. start bright and early Sunday morning. Don't miss it, folks. Yeah. 8.30 a.m. Yeah. Kickoff. That is Seattle. The Seahawks. Surprise Seahawks. Yeah. Taking right. on uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, over in Munich, Germany. Yeah. And that's going to be on the NFL Network. Like we said, bright and early at 8.30 a.m., and the Bucks are the three-point favorite. Yeah, they are, Andy. And the over-under sitting there at 44-and-a-half. Yeah, like you said, it's bright and early. Make sure that you get at least your fantasy guys <laughs> in your lineup, out of your lineup, whatever you want to do. Yep. We know a lot of people wake up on that Sunday morning a little groggy, uh-huh. and then they figure out that that game's already going on. Uh, like you said earlier, though, Andy, the Seahawks have been a pleasant surprise this season. Yes, uh, They've Six kind of been a you know the face of the beast, you know, uh, you know, in the NFC West a little bit with, you know, the 49ers kind of taking uh, 
weeks off and the Rams not, you know, mm-hmm. up to expectations. Mm-hmm. So, but uh, they are going overseas to face another beast, the GOAT, the GOAT of GOATs, Tom Brady. Um, and, you know, they, they haven't been, you know, world beaters or whatever, no, but they, they did just beat the Rams right. uh, last weekend. I, I really, I really like the Buccaneers to cover here. I really like them to win the game. I'm looking at this game probably 24 to 20 uh, kind of game. Just barely covering, but I like the Buccaneers with the spread. Give me that. I'd have to lean with Tampa Bay as well for all the uh, reasons you mentioned. And I've I've been fading uh, Geno Smith all year, and he's been proving me wrong, but at some point in time it mm-hmm. has to end the fairy tale has to end it's like are we just forgetting about the first you know five years of his nfl career well well the whole thing is andy is that people were going into this season with low expectations of him mm-hmm. people are he's got good stats though. exactly you know but people are up I'll to date to on him. him now people know what he's going to bring there nobody is overlooking him anymore nah. it's a lot harder yep. for him to come out with a really good game plan against a team like the buccaneers that yep. have seen it all they have really, really good leaders on both sides of the ball with Tom Brady and Levante David. Husker yeah. shout-out. There um, we go. And I, I just really think the Buccaneers are going to win this one and probably cover the three points. And also, uh, he's going to start playing all these NFC West teams for a second time around. Exactly. So I, I think we're going to have to pump the brakes, cool it a little bit as yep. far as Geno Smith goes. All right, let's move on over to a regular American kickoff here. <laughs> Fox, high noon. Vikings yep. heading up to Buffalo, and the Bills are three and a half point favorite. Yeah, they are, Andy, and you know that's just because the Bills are the Bills. Yes, uh, they are. But they came up short last week against the uh, the, 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 the the Jets. The, the Jets, 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 J E T S, Jets. They did, uh, and a big reason why is because the quarterback play of Josh Allen last week, Andy. He, <laughs> you know, he couldn't get in his groove. You know, yeah. he gets in these games and he has huge games, but he could not get in the groove. The Jets have one of the better aerial defenses in the league, which you know, kind of, you know, threw him for a loop or whatever. Um, the Vikings have been just solid, Andy. And I tried to throw a little bit of shade on them last week, you know, yep. saying that they weren't, you know, what everybody thought they and were. My boy was iced out on the yeah. plane ride home. Oh, Kirk, Kirk Thuggins, <laughs> Kirk Thuggins, iced up on the plane ride home. Um, I, 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 the the big question mark here, Andy, on this game is with Josh Allen play or not. He's kind of uh, in the injury bug right now. Oh man, injury reports are all over the place. They are, and everybody, everybody from Scheffner to uh, you know, other people at ESPN are saying that it's not that big a deal, but are they not? He could. They're saying he could not practice all week and still play in the game. If he doesn't play, uh, ex uh, Viking Case Keenum would be the starting quarterback for the Bills. Yeah. So um, I, I it it's hard for me to lean either way. I would lean towards the Vikings to win this game if Josh Allen doesn't play. Okay. Uh, just because the Vikings are kind of on a roll, but I will stay away from this one right now, just because I don't know if Josh Allen's going to play. So kind of keep your eyes on this one, Andy. Mm-hmm. The the Vikings are still straight up one and four against the spread against Buffalo in their last five times meeting. So uh-huh. that is against Josh Allen, obviously. So mm-hmm. I, I would really bet the Bills if Josh Allen is playing. Flip it if the Vikings uh, for the Vikings if Josh Allen is sitting this one out. What about that over under at forty three and a half? I'm seeing on a, a consensus line here, um, and uh, this kind of goes along with even if. Allen is good to go. Yeah. He's not going to be 100. percent 
So I kind of like the under again. Yeah, Andy, it's it this I think this this is a pretty tight line. I I, I do think it's going to be right there. But both of these offenses have people to score at least 20 points, Andy. They do. Mostly, you know, you you're going to like I think it's going to be a 24 to 21 kind of game. Uh probably bo- boost that up to 28 if Josh Allen is playing. Mm-hmm. So I see I can see this going over, but I do like the under with all the question marks that we're seeing. Andy. Yeah, yeah. And this is one that you can just kind of sit out or be on the sideline up until kickoff and get that get that last exactly before you want to get wild with it. Uh all right, let's head on over to Sunday night NBC. Chargers, big dog going to San Francisco. A touchdown favorite are the 49ers. Yeah, Andy. And there's two reasons for this. One reason Debo Samuel is coming back. Debo. The other reason is He's paired up with Christian McCaffrey. Uh, This is going to be explosive. There's a reason that these guys were paired together. There's a reason that Jimmy G is the checkdown king of the world. He's got some good checkdowns. He's got the best (laughs) checkdowns in the world. You're talking CMC. You're talking Debo Samuel. And you're talking George Kittle. You cannot beat that triangle. Uh, I I really like the 49ers in this one. I think they're going to show why they are one of the best offenses in the league right now. And the defense is going to keep Herbert at at bay, I like the I like the 49ers. I like them to cover. You like a full seven points. I like it. Uh, two West Coast teams here, so you know the Chargers aren't going to have to travel much here. Yep, and they're not bad. I know maybe there are some higher expectations out there, but they're five and three. They're a good team. They are a good team. I, they're right now record wise, they're better than the 49ers for sure. And 49ers lost to the Bears. My <laughs> God. <laughs> People are people are having a tough time with your quarterback there. Fields is running all over. Yeah, he yeah. It was kind of funny. The coaches kind of got themselves in the hot water saying, like, whoa, we just went back and watched some old vintage tape of Deshaun Watson and Michael Vick and thought, hey, how can we use our quarterback? You weren't doing that before? Yeah, like what are uh, you doing? <laughs> watch some Kyler Murray tape. Well, yeah, we, could... we we figured out he is very athletic. Brilliant. No, really. Brilliant boys. Way to go. Yeah, yeah, way to double down on knowing what you're doing there. Back to the uh, matter at hands here. Yeah. The Chargers 49ers. This line is set at 45 and a half. Um, and there's been a slight lean in the as far as the public money goes, mm-hmm. uh, smashing that over, kind of like always. Yeah. No, and and I I kind of do like that, Andy. I think I do think mm-hmm. these two teams are going to be kind of racing up the scoreboard. Okay. Uh, one one of the thing is is that the Niners' rush offense is 15th in the league, and the Chargers' defense is allowing 5.7 yards per carry this year. Jeez. So that is very bad news, especially when the 49ers come in with these plethora of running backs, especially okay. Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel, kind of uh, you know leading that charge. So I I, I really believe that these guys will be racing up the scoreboard. I like the over and obviously the 49ers pick. All right. Well, I'm going to go against you there. I'm going to take the Chargers to cover. I, I Seven points is too much for me. Yeah. There's two good teams, and I, I like San Francisco. I like their weapons, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> for whatever reasons, I think the Chargers can keep it within a touchdown. There you go. All right. Let's head on over to Monday night okay. football. Here we go. The team formerly known as the Redskins, formerly known as the football team, now that the Washington Commanders might be under some new ownership here soon. Yeah, it looks like it anyways. <laughs> but they're heading on over to Philadelphia, the sports capital of the world, I yeah, guess, right now. right now. Eagles flying high at 8-0. They are also an 11-point favorite. Yeah. A divisional foe, and they're yeah. an 11-point favorite. Yeah. I All mean, right, what do you make of this? It's crazy. Okay. Um, 
These teams have already played. The Commanders dared Jalen Hurts to beat him with his arm, and the MVP candidate did just that, going 22 for 35 for 340 yards. But that's it. And three touchdowns. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> uh, I, one thing I will point out is Washington's secondary has improved drastically since that game, including Kendall Fuller, who uh, you know has tormented Devonta Smith. Uh, that should offer some optimism for Redskins uh, Commanders fans. Sorry. Uh, facing a strong Vikings defense, T- Taylor Haneke managed only 149 passing yards last week. And <laughs> as Minnesota's defense is no slouch, don't be hating on Haneke. <laughs> it pales in comparison to the Eagles, who have allowed the second fewest passing yards and have uh, the most interceptions with 12. Uh, Tell you what, a lot of people are on Washington here yeah, to cover. The, well, anytime that you see a double-digit spread in the NFL, people are going to jump on the uh, the plus yeah. there. Uh, but this is at home, and this is a divisional foe where uh, a lot of times I'm like, they're going to keep it tight because they're zany. Exactly. Wild things can happen. The, but it, Philadelphia does feel like just a different animal right now. Yeah. Like they are on a mission. Uh, you kind of know where I'm going to go with this, Andy. Uh, we expect the commanders to put up a fight just like you said but the eagles are undefeated for a reason yeah yeah it's test it's just really tough for me to envision that they drop this game at the link and lincoln financial field right. coming off a mini buy um you know playing thursday night last yeah. week so yeah. i i got the i got the eagles 27 commander 17 which would cover for the commanders but that's such a tight line there i yeah. will be if anything uh, going with the uh, Eagles money line, which is very, very Ooh. not not good odds. That's not good odds at, at a all. minus four twenty five right now. All right, so Mister Parlay Powder, yeah. does that mean you're alluding to a parlay play? I am alluding to a parlay play, but the Eagles <laughs> are not in it. Um, my first one will be I'm taking the Tennessee Titans money line against the Denver Broncos at a minus one thirty five, pairing that okay. with the 49ers money line at minus two ninety mm. and rounding it out with the Buccaneers at minus three at a plus one hundred. Sitting 100. there, okay, at, okay. Gonna spend twenty five bucks to win a hundred. I believe this is a very good parlay, and people should tail that if they want to make some money. You better tail it if you want some money. I mean, who doesn't want more money right now? <laughs> we just had a what a ten billion dollar winner in the Powerball. Exactly. I mean, that. we're just asked for like a buck twenty five. Exactly. Here. I just want a hundred dollars, but no <laughs> Titans, 49ers, bucks. Uh, that is the parlay for the Sunday slate. Nice. Thank you, Mister Parlay Pounder. You got it. All right, you heard the horn. That that means we're up against it. So that'll do it for this week. Yep. Be sure to follow us on YouTube, Twitter, and TikTok to receive weekly free picks and hilarious short videos and feature-length episodes, especially on our YouTube channel. For Jabron, the Parlay Pounder, I'm Andy Klassen. Thanks, folks, for listening. This has been WTL. <laughs>